Hello, humans, and welcome to The Approach with your host, Cal Kamuna and Patricia Deanna. So, Cal, I have a very important question for you, and I want you to really think about this. You can only choose one option. In, what? Yes, you can only choose one option. And I want you to really think about this before you answer. In a relationship, would you rather be the admired or an admirer? Oh, wow. That is really, uh, I would rather be an admirer, I, I think, because like that would actually keep me in the room, you Explain know? Explain more. I want, I want to hear more from you. I don't know. Like I get admired and I, I don't know how much I trust it sometimes. Like, to you know, I just, I don't know how I feel about it. Like sometimes it feels good. Sometimes it feels too much um but yeah i feel like when i admire somebody like that's love like that to me that's like love how i how i view expressing love and um if i can admire somebody long term that's like fucking that's the that's the whole thing like i would love that i that's actually something that i miss is like really just admiring somebody like just their soul their their everything that's like unconditional love to me and I would honestly prefer both. Like they admire me and I admire them. Like recipro like reciprocation to me is everything. Um, but I would, I think, I think for me, it's more important that I admire them. Like that I have that in my mental that I'm admiring them all the time. So I'm going to say that the world probably agrees with you. If we take, uh, if we take a look at how the world works traditionally and mm -hmm. uh, in a hetero normative sense that men usually prefer to be the admirer in the relationship. And I'm saying this like uh, in a polarity sense, if there's always polarity in a relationship that keeps things going, mm -hmm. it's, uh, I don't want to say ideal, but it's more traditional that the man is the admirer and the woman is the admired. Mm -hmm. um, here's what I will say. Uh, I prefer to be both as uh, both, but I think you get a greater emotional experience if you are the admirer. I think you get more out of it if you're the one who's admiring um, versus the one being admired. I have mostly been in relationships, the one that's admired. And uh, I'm sure as you have experienced, when, once you're admired, you don't, you no longer feel like you're getting the best. Yeah. So I would like to, like, I would be very curious to see if men would ever sacrifice being the admirer for being admired to give the woman that emotional experience, especially considering that we're the ones that enjoy I mean, that. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I, like, to some extent, like we like we like being the admirer, but at the same time, we want to be in a position where everyone wants us as well. But like, I don't know. I find that when someone just like is down for everything, it just like I I I don't treat them the best. That it's not it's not my favorite relationship. I've noticed, <laughs> not with you personally, but I'm just <laughs> saying like, um, like naturally, I have a very easygoing personality, and that's just in general, romantic or not romantic relationship, unless it comes to my work. And then 
you can you can fuck off. You can, you can fuck <laughs> off, <the> way off. <laughs> I am totally in charge. But like in my chill time, hmm? No, go ahead. Sorry. Like in my chill time, uh, romantic or not, I'm a very relaxed person. And so like a lot of times, um, I feel like that gets misinterpreted as, oh, like you're just down for anything. No, it just means that like, I'm very curious and I'm interested in other people. Um, But I do find that when men see me that way, when they're like in misinterpreting my relaxed nature for um, just being uh, open, it does seem to take a turn for disrespect. Um, So like, it's, it's very interesting to me how you kind of have to, like, as a woman, you do have to maintain that position of being the admired and you have to have such a strong frame as a woman to maintain that. My, honestly, like at the end of the day, we can bounce between admired and admirer, but those just remind me of power dynamics and relationships. And to me, the best position is when you are both admiring each other. Like, and of course, that's just a difficult situation to fall into. It's not it's rarer than the other situations. Like it's more likely that either you're going to admire them more, or they're going to admire you more. But when you get that, those relationships where you're both like crazy about each other and it's coming up at a steady Same stage, time. Yeah. yeah. Not like one's over the other or one's expressing too much compared to the same time then it's beautiful and you get I've had the little bit of the same time before and oh man I can't wait to experience that again in a in a in a healthy and secure way oh it is I hadn't I don't think I've ever that book of uh, the surrender surrender uh living a life of surrender yeah yeah uh I didn't understand what he what he meant when he said that there were things that were greater than love until I had that situation where I was in like a relationship where we were admiring each other at the same level. And it's like, there's so much peace. Isn't that love though? No, that was peace. There's like that you get love. Yes. Love is good. And that's like, Oh, okay, great. Love back and forth. But then it's like a box that's checked and then you get to move on to peace. Like I was looking at um, diary entries that I had around that time. I was looking at like uh, projects that I was doing around that time. And I was very, very peaceful. I wonder if that's a feminine, more of a feminine experience. Because like I noticed like I'm watching uh, Perfect Match right now on, on Netflix. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's it's a reality TV show. It's like all the is people from Ultimatum and fucking uh, Love is Blind, all those shows, The Circle, they put them all together to oh, do this show. Um, oh, sorry, I, I literally lost my thought. Um, you said it was a feminine experience to uh, experience peace. Oh, like I, I find that like a lot of girls, like they are, especially if they want to get married and stuff, like they, they're very insecure in that dating phase until they are married right and then they can breathe but I find that like for men I don't know if they experience that like oh I can breathe once I'm in that relationship like for me it's almost like the opposite it's like I'm, I feel actually like I can't breathe now that I'm committed the worst um I've <laughs> seen a man breathe a sigh of relief when he found out that like 
um, that I was like interested in being exclusive with him. Oh. Like that was like, he was like, you yeah. know, <laughs> he was like, oh God, I, you know, um, I thought you were dating like nine other dudes and, you know, like, cause <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he just like, it's like, great. Now we can start building something, you know? Oh my God. Okay. So, <laughs> I, okay, so I, I was watching, I was watching this show and one of the guys asked a girl to like be his girlfriend and it was the fucking cutest thing ever. And it reminded me of like when I asked my ex to be my girlfriend and it was so cute. Like, it's honestly a memory now that I cherish so much. I was at like, uh, was on Granville Island and it was like, she worked like at one of those booths that where you go like to get information. And I snuck in the booth and I was just like under the desk and just talking to her while she was like waiting. And then she was helping a customer out like in French. And then after when she was done, I was like, look, I was like, you want to be my girlfriend? It was the cutest fucking thing. Like, do you want to be my girlfriend? That's so cute. Man. Now, now people don't even say girlfriend, boyfriend. Now it feels like very like childish. Like it's all partner, you know, but it's yeah. Just, or like, this is who I'm dating. Yeah. I'm, this is, this is, yeah. Really? That's weird. I mean, I you, know, you might say it that way, but that's, yeah. Yeah. This is like, that's, I'm, I'm of course not used to that because I had not been in the scene in, for a while. So I was like, okay, yeah, it's, it's weird to take steps back. And like, oh, okay, there, there's so much uh, significance to like the different dating steps now. There was, there weren't as many steps before. It used to be like, do you like each other? Okay, great. Now you're boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> and then, you know, maybe you move in with each other, then you get engaged and then you get married. Like it was just four simple steps. And now there's like, oh, well, we've gone on more than three dates. So now we're dating. Yeah. And now like, okay, well, we're we're now exclusive after, you know, like he's not dating more than one person, she's not dating more than them. So now they're exclusive. And then after that, then it's partner or girlfriend. And then after that, it's like, you know, like there's so many freaking there the, the the deleting of the apps and the 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 like I have no idea what is going on out here and the frustration amongst I think people my older than my age I completely understand they're just like yeah when you're ready to do something you call me (laughs) well here's the thing it's not much has actually changed the only thing that really has changed is the language but at the same time it's only it's different for every single person like and it's maybe more it's just safer to not say dating. Like it's it's safer because you don't want you don't know what the other person's thought on those words means. Like I was I was seeing this girl in a poly setting, and we're hanging out with Emma actually, and we're talking about like dating. And I was like, oh, I went on a date last week, and she was like, oh, I went on a date this week. And then the girl I was seeing, she's like, I haven't been on a date in like six months, like two years. And I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? You went on a date yesterday and you had sex. What are you fucking talking about? Yes, you you did. And she's like, no, I just hung out with him. I was getting to know him. I'm like, that's what dating is. It's like you go out and you get to know someone. It doesn't mean you're exclusive. It's like, no, dating is when you decide that you're taking them more seriously and you're exclusive. I'm like, oh my goodness. And everyone had like a different idea of what that, word meant and what this means what hanging out is what chilling is what 
Oh my goodness. So I actually, for me, just like start small. Like I don't even use the word damn, like let's hang out, let's chill. Um, and then, you know, as things escalate, you know, stay on the same page. I just try to stay on the same page the whole time. See, I would never go out with a guy that said, let's chill. That's like, that's my issue. It's because I'm like, I, I'm not here to chill. I have- I mean, you got to read the room too. I mean, you're like- yeah, it's true. But <laughs> I think, you know, your pool is different than my pool. Like yeah. my pool is, oh God. My pool is annoying. I want to, like I have some complaints to 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 fire. But before we get to that, um, <laughs> you bring up a very good point about words having like different meanings and definitions to different people. Because I was actually discussing this with a friend of mine about like the definition of single, like what being single is. Now I consider somebody single is just somebody who is not married. Like you can be engaged, but it, like to me, a person who is single is not engaged wait, or married. Wait, 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 wait. So to you, if you are in a relationship for like five years, but you're not married, you're single? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. See, I like know. that's... See, that's new to me. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> that's crazy. But that's just my own personal definition. Wow, and so- I will, I will treat myself as a single person, as long as I'm not engaged or married. That is so savage. So no rules. Like you could just go crazy. Like I'm not saying it will go crazy. I'm I like, obviously if I'm in an exclusive relationship with somebody, I'm in an exclusive, but I, I have no, like, I'm not going to give a fiance or wife treatment to a boyfriend or yeah. yeah. That's so weird. I would never marry someone unless I knew what that treatment looked like before I married them. I would, and, yeah. you, and it's yeah. a possibility that you could get a a um a possible because in my head it gets understanding worse. of it in my head it gets worse after marriage because from the trends that I see with everyone who I see get married it seems to get worse after marriage so if I don't see the like if I don't see the value before it's just like it's just gonna get worse I don't know I don't want to get married. I don't think like, I, like, I think if I, I want to be in a long-term relationship, but marriage to me just seems like, like a contract. I might want to have a party, but I don't want to sign anything. I don't know. Eh. You may change, change your mind. Yeah. You might change your mind. I mean, I, um, it, it's very interesting what happens between the ages of like 25 and 35 for a man. Mm. Very interesting. Like, you know, yeah. The shifts that I, I see um, I puberty. back to complaining about my dating folks. <laughs> we need to cut talk and compare notes. Wait, wait, I, what is your dating pool? Like what range are we talking about? Um, so age wise, uh, like about my age to like 10 years older. Is... You, not everyone in the podcast, you're, you're going to hide that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like tell them my age. What age are you going for, man? Okay, let's say age thirty-two to age like forty-five. Okay, thirty-two to forty-five is fine. Yeah, you are dating a awkward category. Very awkward. Yeah, the most awkward. Um, where do I start with this with this group? Because it is a very interesting group, and it's not it's not just the age range. It's more so of like what they're looking for, uh, dating wise, like as far as like 
partnerships, like life partner, life partner people are the weirdest people. Wait, what's the difference between life partner and marriage people? I don't understand. Huh? What's wait? What's the difference between marriage people and life partner? Oh, they're the same. They're the same people. They're the people who eventually want to get married and stuff, or you know, have a life partner. I'm just saying, like, I'm just calling them life partner people because that's how they're usually uh, categorized in like the dating apps or like Uh on uh, whatever. Whenever you ask them, like, what are you looking for in dating? They immediately they say that. Huh? Immediately they go for that. Like, well, this is what I'm about to complain about. Okay. I say so because like when I get a client, every, like almost every single guy is like, well, you know, long term, I want to I want a life partner. But, you know, I need to I want to date around for see see what, what's out there. <laughs> so like that's usually and then if they if they, you know, have a lot of wins and they're successfully single, it's hard to get out of that pool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's for that that's not that's not really my complaint like I know that I'm attracted to as I've said abundant men I don't think that's going to change like I that's I get that that comes with uh some hurdles and those are hurdles I'm willing to jump or to to willing to 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 deal with because I like what I like (laughs) and that's like, I wish I could change what I was attracted to, but unfortunately for me, for me, I just like a man that actually understands women. Um, So my complaints are with the life partner people is how they, they look at you. Um, A lot of times I feel like life men that are looking for quote unquote life partners are immediately assessing your marital value up front and they they like try to rush the process of not necessarily sex but mm-hmm. like uh summing you up and seeing if like they can introduce you to their friends and their their parents and you know how smart you are and like assessing your genetics and like all of all of these things which are important but there's like a selfishness that I kind of prefer from the people who are like short-term relationships only, you know, (laughs) because they're having fun. At least they like, they, they, the life partner people take the fun out of it. And they're immediately trying to like wine and dine you like all this extravagance. And I'm like, I want to have fun too. Like, just because I want a life partner doesn't mean like that we can skip the, the super fun parts of dating. No, I agree. And I actually tell my clients this all the time. Like every person has a advent- an adventurous part of them and a conservative part of them. Every woman, every man has that. And depending on who you surround yourself with, they're going to bring out a different part of you. So if you go on a date with a girl and you are tapping into your conservative part, that's the part that she's going to show you. She's not going to share with you her sexual history, any, any, any of like the adventurous parts of her, like you're not going to have fun with her because you're showing her that conservative part. But what you could do and what you should be doing is you start an adventurous and then you qualify there. And then if you like the person, then you slowly tap into conservative, but it's hard to go from conservative to adventurous, but it's easy to go from adventurous to conservative. That's the natural way to do it. Um, and it Thank doesn't you, rush the process, but go ahead. So, uh, the last time, um, that like I actually did it that way I went adventurous first 
mm-hmm. been to conservative and it, it worked out in a, I would say in a pretty, it, it obviously wasn't successful, but it did work out in the sense that I got to be around a person I actually liked like fully. Yeah. And so uh, it's scary for women to do that though, because that means you're pulling on, you're playing on, on notes that usually get played later mm. um, in further down the line for dating, but mm. oh, but boy, was it nice to be around somebody that I actually was like, oh, we're going to actually have fun together. Like we were actually kind of like each other, like each other. So I, I, I was saying today that, you know, the person is attracted to what you lead with. Right. And the conservative people are leading with that provider role mm-hmm. and they're leading with their assets and their accomplishments, et cetera. And the moment any of that gets swayed, you know, if that's what they're leading with, they're, the girl's gone. But I like to lead with that adventure because again, like I want the person to like me. I want the person to like, um, like my natural state, what I like to do. And then all the other stuff becomes a bonus instead of the other way around. Yeah. Right. So I always like to, like to remind people, like, what are you leading with when you're dating? Cause that's what they're going to be bought into at first. Um, can be a dangerous game. Dangerous. Oh yeah. It's, it's dangerous, but it's also, I mean, you get a lot of information up front as like, as a woman, I only did one time. You do kind of have to be very, I don't want to say strategic, but you do need to be very, uh, you need to be listening to what they're saying. Like you need to actually like be hearing how they're talking to you and treating you. And um, it, it's very interesting to me that I've led with both conservative and adventurous. And I don't think I'll ever lead with conservative ever again. It's, yeah. it's not for me. Like, I mean, obviously I am a, have a very conservative side, but it's like, oh no, I want to know that me and this person can watch TV together and that me and this person can eat the same food, that we're going to enjoy our adventures. We're going to like have great conversations that we're going to be able to like actually, and, and by the way, for me, I am learning. I am very picky in that area. I am so picky as an adventurous person, like what I like and what I'm looking for, I can immediately like qualify like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and it's, you know how hard it is to turn down a hot guy. Cause he's just boring. So hard. <laughs> I'm sure it's like 10 times harder for you guys to turn down hot girls. Cause she's boring, but <laughs> But it's still hard for us. We want you to know that. Like when we're turning down hot guys, it's not because we want to, it's because we have to. We're like, I'd much rather date a medium ugly guy that can uh that actually can can get down and relate to me as a person than a hot guy that's gonna be like, so tell me about yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you looking for? Oh wow. It's It's whenever someone asks, what are you looking for? Like, it's either because they really want a relationship or because they really want to fuck right now. (laughs) Like, that's like the only two people who ever ask, what are you looking for? Is those people. It's so extreme. Yeah. I'm like, dude, chill. I just met you. This is crazy. Here's my number. Call me. Maybe. Okay. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I get a lot of blue bloods that 
lovely. And maybe I just look like the ideal blue blood like type or something, but they love me. Like if you are in a suit, don't know why, but it's like, and, and I don't love them back as much as like, like, I mean, it, you, you just have to be very impressive or very much into your, like, if you're going to be a blue blood and approach me, you need to have a, quite a bit of a sparkly personality going on. Like you need to be the kind that's like pole dancing on the weekends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding though. Like you need to have something like super sparkly going on that you own in order to kind of crack through because I well, find that- like the macho-ness like you I feel like you want like someone who's well-rounded who has like they have their masculine right like they have that there and it's the leader but they also are in touch with themselves they're in touch with their needs they're in touch with their feelings they're in touch so they're able to actually communicate with you properly and actually understand you you know and you know we've talked about this in a lot of I don't know podcasts but in a lot of our conversations that that is what women are going to be expecting moving forward is someone who's well-rounded not someone who's oh look how masculine I am or look how feminine I'm no you have to be both you right. have to and, and everyone has both everyone has their feminine and their masculine some people just repress it some people are just more in touch with one or the other and it's fine it's fine to have one that you're more in touch with but don't close the other one off no, I was actually talking to one of my students this morning. She was uh, telling me that she felt like she, her dancing was like very masculine. And I was like, no, not at all. Uh, I, like she's so, you know, this person, by the way, <laughs> um, she's so one, she's, she's dropped it gorgeous. Um, she dropped it. Like every, every time somebody sees her, they're always talking about how beautiful she is. And then two, her dancing has character. Her movement has character. Her, her movement has balance in it. Like I see her and I immediately am very curious about what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like she's got main character energy and main character energy tends to have a lot of uh, strength and vulnerability in it. Mm -hmm. um, so that it that does have like masculine and feminine, feminine traits to it. So um, versus like a dancer who's just ultra feminine uh I don't know about you but I personally get a little bored when I see some like a dancer a male or female that's just way too feminine or way too masculine it's not fun yeah. um and that goes for acting too like I don't like when actors or actresses are overly masculine or overly feminine it's like I need I want to relate to them as a person it's fine if you lean one way or another I mean we're man and men and women are going to naturally lean something but there's something about a woman who like is uh very like she she brings all of the the colors and the flirtations and the seductions of a feminine persona but she also uh has this uh level of integrity that is hardcore and you know that she can she can fight a war if she needed to but at the same time she will read you for filth you know <laughs> if you ever step on her toes like that's just such a, a a juicy quality to me and I never want uh anyone to be ashamed of those things that make them more balanced just because like you're a woman and you have some masculine traits or you're a man and you have some feminine traits these are good <laughs> please balance these out because it's it's hot 
when you are balanced and you know what you are and you own it. Oh my gosh, it's so hot. <laughs> yeah. You can get away with doing everything too. Just like, I don't know. I, I feel like because I'm in touch with my feminine, I get away with more. Like I, I get to say what I'm thinking all the time and I get away with it. While like I look at my really masculine friends and they're just like rigid. And if they say anything that they're thinking, it's going to be fucking weird because <laughs> they're just not, they're not there. I don't know. I notice that when I feel like I have to be more feminine around people, I feel rigid. Mm-hmm. I know. So it's funny that you say that I, I can relate, develop some feminine traits, guys. It's okay. It's okay to like whatever you like. It's okay to, to shake your hair to Shakira or JLo. <laughs> Take a dance class, go cry, you know? Yeah. Helps you out. It's always interesting to me, like when um, I get to work with in the workshops or something with guys that are very masculine and like you can feel their insecurity right away whenever they're coming across uh, one of our strong models that just have very like strong personalities. You can feel their like their walls go way up because they're so masculine that they tend to attract their polar, which is usually somebody as like on that feminine scale. So that's what they're used to dealing with with somebody that they can easily dominate. So when they come across somebody like a a model who just is like, Oh, I'm not taking your bullshit. And I'm, I'm definitely going to be calling you out. Um, they are usually the ones that get offended so easily and they like <laughs> clam up oh, it, like every single time, every single time you see like some big macho dude, I'm like, it's going to take like three seconds for them to crumble. Like whenever it comes to this, like dealing with the other person, then I only care about my side of the street and I'm like the, the rest of it is none of my business. And I find that guys who are like hyper-masculine, uh, they will assume what the girl is thinking and they, they're so certain they understand what's what her psyche is telling them. And they, they'll like, they'll gaslight, they'll, um, I don't know. I, it's just shocking to me how certain they are that they understand women when it's clear as day that they don't understand anything. Or they, they don't even give a fuck <laughs> about what's actually the truth and that it's pretty nuanced and that it's also none of their business. I think that's the biggest one is that it's none of their business. You just explain all of the manosphere online. like you just literally define the manosphere as men that think they understand women and think they they know how to gaslight and dominate them but really they're clueless and have no idea why they end up in workshops where women like me get to tell them the truth and hopefully they hear it because the sad part is because they're so used to being in charge like if you really think about that kind of man that kind of masculinity He's been in charge since he was 15. He was captain of all of the sports teams that he joined. He was the friend. He was the alpha in his group. He was the blank in college, the whatever in college. Um, He was the one that was promoted the quickest in the military, whatnot. And so he's been pretty much getting the what he wants. And now, like you said, women are now requiring that you bring balance to the relationships. Like we're, we're, we're in talks with each other. We're like, uh-uh, like, okay, he's got this, he's got the provider stuff, but he doesn't have emotional intelligence. Can't do it. Um, 
And so when they get to a certain age or they stop getting satisfied with the options that are kind of like easy for them and they get to us, they are like so blockheads. <laughs> They're so stone up there and it takes a lot. And although they, they may do well and approaching immediately, um, it's, it's still kind of sad because it's going to take them the longest. Ugh, and it's so yeah. sad. I'm just like, calm down. Like retraining them, right? Like you're not just training them, you're retraining. And that takes like 10 times longer to do. Yeah, I'd much rather have like a malleable, dorky yeah. guy that's never had his first kiss. Those right. are my favorite kind of guys to train. Cause I'm like, oh, we're getting late tonight. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, yeah. seriously. They like, I had a guy who's like a virgin and he was like in his thirties and he got married in like three months. Like it was just like, he was, it was so yeah, because they're they are they're quicker to integrate because there's less bullshit arguing with you. You know, like right. oh, but I learned from this other coach about status and he said the dirt, 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 dirt. shush. <laughs> no, forget it. Drop yeah. it all. <laughs> and I think like there there's like this uh weird um false conception that like women wouldn't want to be around a man that was like a virgin. And I'm like, no, there are a lot of women who would be perfectly fine with being like, if anything, they're like, oh, great. Somebody who isn't traumatized, somebody who isn't like um, conditioned to treat me poorly and is going to appreciate a lot okay. of things. Let me give you some anxiety about the virgins. Okay. okay. <laughs> so if you are sexually active and you're dating a virgin, then there is room for anxiety because- you don't, like he might be thinking and maybe is anxious about the fact that you have had more sexual experience than he has. Like, so that, that can be a problem. I see that like often guys are territorial as fuck. I was telling my friend yesterday, like no matter what, I don't think we should ever talk about body count with our partners. I really don't like, that's my, that's my preference is like, never talk about it. Agreed. Because, because like, no matter what the number is, it's a freaking problem. Okay. If you say a hundred, whore if you say 50 whore <laughs> if you say five were you in love with all of them <laughs> like it's true no matter what the number is one two three zero whatever it's always going to be a problem so whenever that question comes up like about body count i'm like no why i don't want to have this conversation forget about it i'm with you okay yeah. now that's it yep like, no, no, exactly no, no. like it's i've, I've kind of been all over the place as far as like because I've just been out of it I don't know like <laughs> it's like part of me that are just like oh yeah there's like all these things you've got to be worried about but yeah there's just some things you should um keep to yourself like I myself like because I have just destroyed my filter I'm having to relearn as a woman how to shut the fuck up <laughs> Now that men aren't telling you to, that's so funny. I, for real, like, I'm like, I forgot that there is just something to, there's just some things that need to be more mysterious. And I definitely just had like a hot mouth saying things I had no business saying. And I'm just like, girl, why are you telling this person this? They don't know all this. But because you know, I'm used to being in a, a marriage in a marriage. You really do know everything about the other person. Like you, you get to know every single, it is a beautiful type of 
of, of a love that's very unique and it's called uh, pragma. And you only get that with time. Mm. Time is the only way to get pragma. You know, every little detail about this person, what makes them tick, um, you know, everything about their childhood, everything about the psychology of the, like how they work and how they operate, the foods they like, like it's, it, it gets a, I have an encyclopedia on right. him. I get it. Yeah. Like it's, it's beautiful. And so like, but you can't like go out there into the new with that type of mindset. Like you can go and just like give somebody an encyclopedia on yourself. Cause that's what, you know, I was like trying to, okay. So yeah. <laughs> that is, that's overwhelming. You have to like, I, I am, again, I have, I am learning 2023 is like 2022 was me removing the filter and me like learning to be just like truthful and honest and like stand in my truth and learning that 2023 is about me learning to go, okay, that's nice. And like pulling back when I need to, I don't need to say everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right now, like something that I'm experiencing is just like, like laying back in my interactions and just like literally just like giving it air, like giving it space to just like sit. Um, and it just like when when I do that, I just respond so much better, so much more effectively. And it just I respond how I want to respond instead of like just going like a machine gun. Right. Um, yeah, I had this interaction at the gym that I didn't mean to even have. It was just like I spilled water and I went to the reception to like get a napkin because that's the only place I can get any so like hey can I get a napkin and she was like oh did you make a mess I'm like yeah she's like how big is it like oh it's fine I'm like I'll call you and it was the way she asked me was like are you being a delinquent and I was like I'll call you if I need help right like (laughs) I'm like I'll call you if I need help and then I she gives me some napkins and then I go and it's not enough and like fuck now I have to go actually need help (laughs) so I go back I'm like I need your help uh, and then she like gives me like a towel to to like help like clean it and she's like do you want to clean that other section too it was just like a cute banter yeah um yeah and I don't know it was just like very natural and the flirting was not hypersexual it's just like the energetic fun bouncing around right but yeah like I love that it was just like it's little, and it, I was able to access it way better by just like breathing and listening and just you know trusting myself to say the right thing if I take a breath first yeah yeah the the trusting that like you know whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen is something that um I think comes a little bit more natural for me but I notice that sometimes when guys get excited that I'm into them. They'll have it at first and then it's gone. I'm like, ah, darn it. We were having such good banter. And then just, you know, like he got excited, got into his head, started trying to manipulate and impress me. Uh, And that, oh, it kills the chemistry so much. Like, you know, I don't want to say what experience it was, but I had an experience recently where I was like very excited about like, going out with somebody and you know like I haven't been out on dates lately so I was like I was like in IRL went IRL and I was like okay let me see you know how did you meet him 
or is that it was it was app oh, okay so you met him on the app you had a chat on the app and it felt like we we uh we we had a facetime okay okay and the facetime went very well the facetime was like he was so natural the banter was so good and he was like a lot of fun um but then oh god i, I he doesn't know about this so maybe i'll just tell the story <laughs> He doesn't know that I do this because uh, I've I've learned to just shut the hell up about. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, um, he's hard of hearing, but he takes me to a loud restaurant. Wow! That okay. he picks. You see what I mean? <laughs> do you like you? You see what I mean? Like it's like. Uh, he didn't set it up <laughs> very well. Yeah. And it's not it's like he's been to this restaurant several times. So he knows it's loud. And and so, of course, he's like, you know, I'm, we're talking and he's like, huh, I can't hear you speak louder, you know, kind of thing. And I was like, I should just text you at this point. And then, you know, like it was. I find that like all these environments have pros and cons. And if I was to take a girl to a loud environment, the pro of it is that I have to sit close to her and like talk into her ear yeah but he wasn't smart enough to like do that because he was too uncomfortable with himself too um that's so weird why are men like, like uncomfortable with themselves I don't get that like, what is <laughs> he was too you, like, uh, like all the time like just be there so you know the Madonna whore complex right that women have and um I obviously fall into like looks wise I look like a Madonna which is great um you know men automatically qualify me as as wife material it's nice to be able to like and I hate to say this like this but women who have that Madonna complex tend to get treated better by men in general um um and while I love that Sometimes it's very annoying when it gets them to only see you as that. And they only like, they're not willing to like really show themselves and they're afraid of your judgment and they're afraid of your like. Uh, you ever think about though, like that certain people will just bring out certain parts of you and that that's okay. Like some people you are going to affect them because they're projecting on you. You're projecting on them. You're going to bring out the worst in them. They're going to, when they meet you, there's going to be super insecure, but maybe with someone else, they're super confident, like super confident. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Like, I think that um, I'm always just a little bit, I don't say sad, but I am kind of sad. Jaded, are you jaded? I, no, 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 I'm not jaded. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm much better. Um, I'm just always kind of sad when a guy gets in his own head and he doesn't realize that, you know, what he was doing was just fine. Yeah. Like what, like what his, his, uh, he was already enough and yeah, all he did, all he needed to do was like, show me more of himself and, and like, not really worry about like trying to impress me. Yeah. Um, and so I hate when that happens. A lot of times when I'm in my head now on a date, it has nothing to do with her, like zero. It's literally usually like my mental health or something. Like I, I, I've had a bad week um, and I probably shouldn't be on a date. 
<laughs> like that's but I but I think I'm at a point where I just I don't care like I like if I've even if I'm in a even if I'm in my head I'm embracing that I'm in my head I'll even let her know like hey I'm in my head today like I had a bad week and then that way she at least knows that like it makes sense why I'm behaving a certain way instead of her guessing why I'm like that like oh he's probably intimidated by me or probably this this or that I'm like no 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 I had a rough week <laughs> oh I would so prefer if a guy said that to me oh that would be so nice I hate playing the guessing game that's another thing I'm going to stop doing yeah. is uh one thing I just don't have any interest in guessing what's going on with somebody anymore or trying to figure that out even if I can see it I'm just going to shut the fuck up like <laughs> 2023 the year I learned to shut the fuck up it's so funny I just call things out all the time like I I don't I don't like guessing either I just I'm like are you doing this right now because of this like like, why why are you doing that stop yeah I want to call things out um I don't know how to do that exactly yet um I I guess I'll just figure it the test will come when it comes but now I feel like I'm back into my uh, turtle shell again like, I'm like, I don't want to date again. I don't want to date anymore. <laughs> I guess like yeah. things out can seem like clarification, like clarifying something. Yeah. Like consistently clarifying. Okay. Yeah. That's that I can do. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Unless that, I'm high. If I'm high, I am <laughs> so annoying. I coins and paper. paper. <laughs> coins. <laughs> we had a that was fun a song uh in la while we're on the streets of la we we made this beautiful song called coins and paper how it started how we came up with coins and paper <laughs> well how do you how did that start like why you know, were we-, uh, we were we were at this place called the artist tree in west hollywood uh and we got really really high we had <laughs> lots of edibles and by the way for a lounge for people who are smoking pot and like getting high we were by far having the most fun <laughs> like <laughs> i had the most awkward approach i remember there it was so weird i love i love that i did it but i just remember staring at this girl she was staring at me and i didn't get up till like 20 minutes later when some of her friends moved and when I got there I stumbled on the table and I was just like so baked I don't even remember what I said it was, it was so pretty too it was so awkward but I but I felt alive after which felt great and then we came up with coins and paper and so then we came up with get rejected so you can write a, a hit song while you're high <laughs> but and we were having the best time and by the way this is now how I measure how like much like I like a guy if I can get onto that fun level of coins and paper where I feel like I can do that without being high with him yeah that's what I want like that's that is gold Um, so thank you for setting that standard because it definitely (laughs) Um, no problem (laughs) it's like I want to have fun like that with a person consistently that's just ideal um but um, we were, we, you know, had gotten out of the lounge. We went to, we had cookies. Like we ordered some cook, some fantastic like gourmet the, cookies. Like regular gourmet cookies. Like yeah. Not, not pot cookies. Yeah. Not pot cookies, regular gourmet cookies. 
we're walking around WeHo because you had never really been to WeHo yeah. and I wanted you to see it because it was just a cool, cool, um, cool neighborhood with lots of very colorful people. And the sushi was great that we had before. So that was cool. Although probably not as good as Vancouver's, but whatever. <laughs> no comment. Um, and I don't know how, but we just, I was like, coins? And we just... <laughs> that song did we need coins or paper coins and paper like, we, we gotta like coins? contact a producer or something so we can actually make it like drop what if that's our intro coins and paper coins and paper, and paper. <laughs> the girls who get it get it the ones who don't <laughs> We can add that at that sound in there. We can sample that sound from TikTok just so yeah, you know we can get it'll I think it could be a legit hit. Uh what if we like what if we had like a button whenever any any of us say something like yes, we're like coins. <laughs> Every time we get a brand deal, we're like coins and paper. Coins and paper. Oh it's yeah, we're we were having fun, which is nice because um, I like to have fun and earth signs never have the reputation for having like a good time. And I'm like, so sad. Oh, we always, oh, we have a good time. We just work hard. Yeah. I think people think like, we're not having a good time. We're working hard. No, we're having an excellent time, but we also have a good time. We're having a good time too. Yeah. You can't I'm ruin the vibe that. though. Like, okay. As an earth sign, when you well, I don't know. You're you're like a Leo moon, so this might not this might like be a little different for you. I'm a I'm a Scorpio moon. I'm a Leo rising. Or no, I'm a no. Leo. You're a Leo moon and a Scorpio rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Right. Trust right. me, I remember. I <laughs> you are a Leo moon. I know what a Leo moon is. I know how they act. I know how they feel. <laughs> how do I feel? You feel like Marilyn Monroe. Oh, I do. Yeah. Nice. How do you know that? I do feel like the wind is blowing up my skirt. Oh. Yeah, it's. Very evident that you are a Leo moon. Trust me. Wow. Uh, I'm a Virgo moon. Um, uh-huh. And I really like Taurus moons. I, if you are a Taurus moon between the ages of 35 and 45. <laughs> Honestly, 30 to 45, you know, just shoot your shot. If you're 30, <laughs> shoot your shot. Shoot <laughs> and you have your life together. Please call me because there is something about a Taurus moon that I just cannot get over. Anyways, back to back to Leo moons and earth signs going into a party. I feel like earth signs will go into a party, sniff around and be like, nah, nope, not for me. And then go to a different party that's better for them. I I mean, I am I've I'm less okay. If if I have parties to go to, yes, 100 percent Like I will like I'll go in there and be like, this is cool. Okay. Now I'll go to somewhere else. Like, this is cool. This is better. Or this is worse. Let me go back. Yeah. But if you'll notice, like when I go into a, like a party or a club, I am constantly moving from one place to another because I get bored of people so quickly. Like if like, it's, I'm not here to freaking be your dancing monkey. Like I'm here to vibe. And like, if we are not, if, if I get the moment I get bored a little bit, I'm like, I'll see you around. (laughs) And I was just like, leave. I'll see you later. Okay. Maybe when I come back, the energy will be better. 
But that's I got to get better at the moving around part. Cause let me tell you what I do in party mode. And I mean, I was not in party mode. I was, I was going through the lesson when I went out. So, but I go in and I will try to fix people. That's what Virgo moons do. <laughs> so do you, I, I remember like that day, you remember like the day before you're like, oh, no one's hitting on me. And then that day you got like 40 guys hitting on you. Yeah. yeah you're like sitting on this freaking couch, giving this guy life advice about how he's doing well. And I'm just like, can we move on? Like, I'm just like, so not having this. Like I, like if I was interested in that conversation, I would have joined it. I was standing next to you. Like, this is so dull. Like, this is so like, we're at a party right now and you're telling this, you're you're big you're giving this guy some affirmations like jesus christ like i want to have fun okay <laughs> i want to dance okay i miss Wait, dancing i blame my virgo, virgo moon so it was even worse last time so i am like at this point i'm distraught in my life but i decide to go out anyway i'm like i'm gonna just go out my friends are out I'm going to try to make the most of my situation. <laughs> and of course, um, I'm talking to some of my friends or whatever. And I, I hook up one of, um, one of the guys from boot camp with this one girl and they're like hitting it off. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this. So then of course I go and find a sad guy and sad guys are very interesting to me. Cause I'm like, well, why are you out? You know? <laughs> That's so good. At least someone is interested in talking to us. You know, that's great. That's actually like a good thing. Hey, sad boys, you got a reason to go out. Some will be the situation real messed up. I'm and if he's listening to this podcast, I did not give him my information. I'm so sorry, but I'm about to talk some straight up shit about you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Okay. So I see this sad guy. And he's a Virgo. So, you know, I'm like, I can, I, I can, he was so Virgo, you know, like Virgos like get into their zone and they're like, no, I, I hate everybody. I hate, no. you know, like this. I don't know that. I actually really, I, I know about myself. You love Virgos. I love Virgo women and I know they're Virgo because I can communicate with them super easily. Like, mm -hmm. I love Virgo women too. Yeah. As soon as I have a conversation with someone, I'm like, oh, this is flowing so easily. I'm like, are you a Virgo? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but that's usually it. Yeah. No. Um, well, this guy, good at communicating, but like uh, very like uh, analytical with his conversation, like loved it. Just like, okay, this is going to be good. So I'm like, so what are you doing here? You obviously seem very sad. You know, my third eye is super open, super like just ridiculously highly open. And his friend is there. His friend is fucking hot. Like, just like, ugh like super attractive energy, but I can tell he's taken because, you know, he's very secure in himself. And uh, so I let him know that I'm like, so you're single. You just broke up with somebody and you just had sex last night with your girlfriend. And he's like, how did you know that? You know, I'm like, just stuff, you know, <laughs> like just, just I can see stuff that I want to see. And uh, so he tells me about like this girl that he had uh, been in a relationship with for two years who was very uh, treating him very poorly. And so he finally pulled the trigger and uh, broke up with her. Like, I think it was a Saturday, the Thursday before. And I'm like, and you're out already. And, and I said, well, well, what's your type? And he's like, I want a short, 
blonde who's really happy, like a cheerleader type. <laughs> and I'm like, and I just was straight up with him. I was like, you think you can get a short, spunky blonde right now, like in the state that you're in? And he was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like nothing's going to happen. And I'm like, oh God. I was like, dude, uh, listen, <laughs> it's not that you can't. It's just that you like your, your energy is just like super down. And the only reason I'm attracted to it right now is because I am also going through some like really fucked up shit. And so like, I don't know, I feel like we can commiserate together. Yeah. And so his friend is like, I'm going to go try to find him a short, spunky blonde. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So him and I are like conversing. He's talking about all of his accomplishments, just like a Virgo man does. <laughs> like all of it, because they got accolades. They like Virgo man titles, titles and money, yeah. coins and paper. You know, that's what Virgo men do. So, um, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's great. And I'm sure women will like parts of that, but they're also going to want, you know, the other side of it. And he's just like, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I just don't want it. And I was like, you don't even like women right now. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, you don't. It's like, I could bring you the cutest, shortest, funkiest blonde right now. And not only would you not be able to attract her, you would not be attracted. You don't like women right now. And that's okay. Like, you need to like, seep and fester in that and he starts crying big old crocodile tears and he's you know like just clearly going through it and he's like oh you're right now he tells me that he's christian and he doesn't believe in any of this you know the stuff but then he asks me if i know any tarot card read or if i read if i'll read like uh if i'll pull tarot cards from him and i'm like i don't do tarot cards and he's like, well, you read my future. And I'm like, I'm not a psychic. You know, like I'm just a very intuitive woman who is also you very just sad. tell you're fucked up. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Like you're you're going through some stuff. And I, you know, like, like I said, can feel it. And so he's crying. And of course, I want like I am in the mood to nurture because I don't want to nurture my own problems. Like it's so much easier to like have somebody cry on your shoulder. Right. Yeah, I agree after that like I'm like oh yes come bring it all to me bring it all to me kind of thing and he goes I can tell you're attracted to me and I was like no absolutely ah. <laughs> and he's like you I can tell you want my number you want to come back to it's a moment of silence it's like oh god no. That's a thing. As soon as a girl's nice to you, you're like, oh, she wants me. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you ever hear this story. It's really, it's fucked up. But I was like, no. Like, <laughs> his friend was hot, though. Oh, it's too, oh, his friend was so hot. Sagittarius, too, which I'm not normally attracted. Actually, I find myself being more attracted to Sagittarius, but I know I should not do that. It's just a dangerous road. Sagittarius is just like Sagittarius and Gemini's just don't. I don't know if the the people listening to this podcast know, but Patricia's really into horoscopes. (laughs) Just letting you guys know. And astrology. More so astrology than horoscopes. I don't care about usually what horoscopes say, but I can read uh, uh, astrology and your astrology sign pretty, pretty easily most of the time. What was your Venus again? Oh. Aries. Oh, I don't know what that's about. I do. 
Let's just say Venus is in Aries right now. It is mating season. Oh. Um, let me describe, or let me just list off some celebrities that have their Venuses in Aries. So you can see, let's see. Afterwards, I want to know who has it in Aquarius. Okay, we'll do that too. I wonder if Johnny Depp has it in Aquarius or Russell Brand. Would not be surprised. In Aquarius? Yeah, I can see that. Uh... Okay, so Elizabeth Taylor, Marilyn Monroe, Audrey Hepburn. We could stop there. Wait, could you share your screen? Do I need to? Well, I just want to, I'm not as- Oh, you don't know who these people are? I know some of them, but I just want to have it quick. I don't want to think after every name. Okay, so Elizabeth Taylor. Do you know that name? Barely. One of the most famous actresses in the world. Oh, yeah, the one that I know. Nice. Um. Uh, Elizabeth Taylor, Marilyn Monroe, Audrey Hepburn. Have you heard of those people? I've heard of all of them. Okay. Jennifer Aniston, George Clooney, Rihanna also has her uh, Venus and Aries as well. Okay. So, like, these are very, like, iconic um very madonna very sexually dominating women like yeah. elizabeth taylor had eight husbands marilyn monroe had three uh audrey hepburn had like three um you know like a lot of sex appeal a little aries huh huh what but you <laughs> <laughs> say that again like so void avoid yeah 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 okay uh so theo james olivia wilde okay natasha legera okay yeah you got some weird people in yours i don't know any of these people i do look at photos yeah okay natasha legera she's a famous comedian daniel craig daniel craig really yeah olivia wilde she's a famous actress and director I know Olivia Wilde, yeah. Theo James. I don't know. I, I, I'm surprised. He's hot. He just like, he was uh, starring in White Lotus as Cameron. Who um, are you talking about? Theo James. Quinn Tarantino. Hey, buddy guy. How you doing? Oscar Isaac. Mm, yeah, Quinn Tarantino. Yeah, you got some, you got a strange one. Well, we are weird. Yeah, I know. Well, that, that, that. The thing about your sexuality is uh, very, uh, (laughs) Aquarius is very unique. You guys are the opposite of Leo. We're a bit kinky. Yeah. Yeah. Relationship styles. Yeah. Very uh, independent. We'll leave you in a second. Drop you on it. On a time type of uh, lovers. Uh, Yeah. Venus and Aquarius is very, it's like, Represents the romantic self, sensual self, style of creative expression, aesthetic taste, how one attracts and what one is attracted to. The sign it falls in, it reflects its character. Venus and Aquarius represents attracted to new and novel experience, imaginative and innovative creative expression, and active and romantic gestures and valuing personal freedoms within a relationship. That sounds just like you. Yeah, 100%. Like when I when I looked into that, like Venus, the Venus part of the chart, I was like, whoa. Yeah. It's like your relationship with money and people. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I just got actually a, an astro chart, my astro chart read. So I'm trying to get the guy that did it to come on to our podcast because I think it would be fun for him Ooh. to like explain our chart. Yeah, I would love that. Can we do that? He's soon? cool. Yes. Yeah. It's it's incredibly hard to get him to like. I mean, he's he's very busy with his life, but I think he'll do it. Um, let's see. I want to see astro. Okay. Uh, see Venus. And natal chart, da, da, da. Venus and Aries represents bold, forward, romantic persona. That is very true. Enjoying the chase, action-filled, creative expression, direct, uncomplicated, aesthetic taste. That's so true. Oh my gosh. And attracted to leaders. Oh. <laughs> yep. Oh, there. Yeah. I, I see no lie. Yeah, this is all this is all you. Yeah, look at these people though with their Venus and Aquarius. It's ridiculous. Very sexy group of people. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, I don't know. Gal Gadot, Emily Blunt, Lily James, Jessica Chastain. Like these are all like very like they they. I don't want to say they wear their sexuality front forward, but oh, I even got Helena Bon Bonham uh, Carter. Are you kidding me? So Paul lucky. Rudd, yo, Paul Rudd. That's the winner right there. Yeah, I have Paul Rudd in my group. Uh yeah, these are the uh, we've got a great group here for real. <laughs> I got a nap. I've not slept much. So okay, we'll go nappy poo. Uh, guys. It was uh fun as always. I stop share so I can actually exit this thing. But anyways, uh, thank you humans for listening to our podcast. We will see you the next time. Bye. Bye.